Yes. Let's go. We have a new device. We got a new little thing. I forget what these are called. I mean, you got, this is probably going to get cut out, but Bianca's mom got a pretty sick. We have Why a would clap. this get cut out? Because I cut out the clap, the clap at the beginning, oh, remember? Oh, yeah. The, the clap will get cut out, but yeah. this part. The cl- we have the clacker. We have a new clacker like they have in the movies. I used to be obsessed with them. That, Same. Yeah. I told my mom, I go, if you would have got me that as a kid, I would have loved it. Because I loved like movie making and <laughs> yeah. stuff. But she has a brain and she knows that you would clack that every day and she would go crazy. I would never. It's like I a would dog. have it as like a yeah. Like my a dogs had a new cork. bark box. It's disgusting how many toys they have. It's so absurd. Many. We have a bin so the size of California with <laughs> freaking toys, and then I hate it when you when Bing brings. He Literally, likes to wake us up with squeaky toys. His toy, my dog. Whenever Kellen comes to my house, he always brings him a toy like to mm-hmm. try to play with him and he only ever does it like kellen always comes over late at night when i'm off work and he'll <laughs> literally wake everyone in the house up because he'll just squeak this toy because he gets so excited to see kellen and it's so cute though he's the best and i love seeing it on campus at oregon state all the service dogs i know lots of dogs dodges i say dodge yeah he's i says dodge. dodge but guys we're back with another episode. We should do this, you know? We'll do a little opening segment where it's just like, what's going on in Bianca's life? Like, Bianca, what's going on in your life right now? <laughs> um, I'm going to Mexico with Abby soon, so we're getting our tickets. Wow. <laughs> that hit me. You didn't know that? Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Whoa. You knew that. No, really, I didn't. Didn't know that. Kelly, I told you we're going during winter break. Okay. Moving on from that, guys, <laughs> the Warriors, this is, we're getting back on you the see, sports related asked, topic He now. asked me what's going on in my life, and then I tell him, and he gives me no We just had to hit me with the stone. Hit me with the stone <laughs> in the face. Hey, you. Off guard. As if you didn't know. I didn't know you are going to a foreign country. I've invited you. Wow. How would you say you don't know? Are you yeah. kidding? Okay, it's whatever. It's whatever. But the <laughs> Warriors. just said I'm going to be The gone. Warriors started yet last night, boys, and, um... They're looking pretty solid. And right now, Chai, my sister's dog, is barking her brains out. But you probably can't even hear it. It's not that big of a deal. But the Warriors look so unbelievably good. I can't wait to start doing more NBA podcasts because... What was the final score last night? It was like 115 no, one fifteen to like 106 or something like that. I think. I don't know. Warriors... I just knew they won, but I didn't know if it was by a lot. Oh, no. It was more than that. It was one four, It was 121. Warriors final score. No, no. That, that's not right. Is it? Was it? We beat. Yeah, we beat them one twenty one, one fourteen. Actually, that cool. just goes to show I have zero memory. Well, you didn't watch it because we were making dinner and stuff. But I was like watching bits, bits and pieces of it. They look so unbelievably good. Bealis is my new favorite player because he moves the ball around. He's like a baby Jokic, and <laughs> said Jordan- baby Yoda. <laughs> Baby like. and then jordan Poole, he's coming into his own thank god moses moody he's gonna be so good when we get kuminga back he's gonna add like a different dimension to our offense than we get clay thompson one of the best shooters because everybody's eyes are already on steph so when we add one of the second like the second best shooter in nba history um back into our lineup it's just gonna open up a lot of stuff for him and then draymond NBA title contenders baby you guys are sleeping on them we're almost dude yeah like yeah I just when I'm by myself, I feel like I can tell you the truth of how I feel. But every time I talk about this with like Jonah or Shannon, I get they shut don't down. understand. Shut yeah. down. And I hope the Blazers lose tonight. That's how know. it is when you're a loyal fan to another team. Yeah, I you know. know. 
Yeah, and right now the Kings are currently beating the Trailblazers. The Kings are one of my favorite teams. They're a sleeper team. And yeah, but this is a That's cool. UFC podcast, boys. Well, this is a everything podcast. Everything podcast. We don't discriminate. But this last weekend, <laughs> what did we say? Me and you literally said that this is going to be are one of those. Are people surprised we're back after our last fight? It was a. I don't know. 16 <laughs> people back. watched. We're back. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No, but um, last week there were some moments in there where we weren't on the same page and Bianca didn't have her best day, but you know, it's, it is what it is. And also, lots of standouts from last week's card. And what did we say? It's going to be a sleeper, a little bit of a sleeper card. Not a lot of big names on here, but mm-hmm. it ended up pulling through. There were some really great performances from a handful of people that I was insanely impressed with. For example, Let's hear him. Dana Batgetti <laughs> from freaking Mongolia. This man. Mongolian he, girl. That was the first you really thing that had came to my mind. <laughs> that was the first Mon- thing. <laughs> Dude, I literally hate you. It's What is it? Riverfront among there's the used to be I've never even You're been there. Your new- I've literally never even been there. <laughs> there. I used to hear on the radio all the time Mongolian grill. I know, I feel like I've heard of it. Tongue so, look tang at Zoom in on the tear. You got is your new mascara waterproof? No. Well, dude, this isn't good. <laughs> People just tune in right now. Could you imagine the thumbnails just of you crying? Put <laughs> like mascara right on my eyes. No, I'm pretty good about ha- not having my mascara. You're not an ugly crier. Yeah, it like it, it goes away in like two seconds, and it looks like I'd never cried. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, um, Dena Badgetti has. I think he has concrete in his hands because Brandon Davis, every single shot that Dana Badgetti threw, rocked his world. And just who, what, get, I guess I want you to guess if you didn't watch the fights, what weight class is he? Oh, yeah, he's a 135er. So just add that shit to the mix. Add him to the mix. I mean, he's an absolute stud. And I told you guys during our podcast that I'm excited to watch him fight. Mm-hmm. Remember, we literally, you remember because I pointed remember, him out. You remember. Remember you remember, and um, who else had a really Danny Hot Chocolate Roberts? Why have I never seen this guy fight before? Ramazan Amiv is an absolute tank of a human being. He's so good at boxing, so good on the uh, ground. Like he's so he's such a well-rounded guy. I felt for Danny Hot Chocolate Roberts when he was in there because there were some there was some tough like there was like some tough moments in there where he had to pull through because Ramazan just seemed unstoppable like in the clinch and stuff like Ramazan was hitting him with tough shots but Danny Roberts coming back from like shoulder reconstruction looked fantastic and even managed to like get his own I, I don't know sometimes sometimes what oh, what you were playing with a nail I thought it was a bobby pin and it stabbed my foot <laughs> my toe. I all thought it was a bobby place. pin. I was like, How do you it think that toe? this texture is a bobby pin? Because I just felt metal. You're psycho. <laughs> you know, I look am, at this. Like, what did, what did this come from? Feet. I don't know. This come from the table? <laughs> it might just fall apart on this. This table. <laughs> no, it's probably from this chair or something. <laughs> no, that's already loose. This table's loose. Hundred percent loose. Real loose. Um, we gotta tighten well, that up. Danny Hot Chocolate Roberts. So. This is an unorthodox kind of episode. If you guys have never watched UFC, um, All Gear No Game before, this is what you're in for. So my toe's bleeding. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm leaking out right now. Um, 
Danny. He just showed so much heart, and Ramazan Amiv, he is so unbelievably talented at every skill set in makes martial arts has to offer but danny came away with the dub it was a close fight i thought ramazan it wouldn't have been a complete robber if ramazan got the fight that's why a judge gave it to him um and then andrew sanchez versus bruno silva bruno silva had like a winning streak on the line against andrew sanchez andrew was just obliterating him he was taking him down whenever he wanted to had like a half dozen takedowns at one point in the fight but andrew got tired and bruno silva got to keep his winning streak which is great nate late nate lambor and ludova klein had a great fight but here's Man- manon fiero Ma- myra bueno silva she was fighting like a diaz brother out there she was so good she was taunting a little bit but she just wasn't really getting her shots in and manon fiero showed why she is a top contender for valentina shevchenko like she was throwing her freaking front kicks whole baby just put her myra on her uh, booty one time and then manon she was just throwing like one twos like it was kind of the same combo over and over again but some of the times it did break myra's guard and it cracked her a little bit but myra did a great good job of kind of just knowing what manon was going to throw but no matter what um myra had to offer like manon countered it like it was there was no chance that myra was gonna win this fight manon was in complete control from the start of the first round to the end of the third round so yes sir myra is so tough though jim miller super happy he got a um dub carlos felipe did really good against andre arlovsky andre arlovsky still has so much left in the tank like his chin is still fantastic he has really good stand-up like he's a hard guy to hit but carlos felipe he kind of seemed a little bit nervous at the beginning but as the fight kind of dragged on, I it just goes to show Carlos Felipe's gas tank. If he stays in a fight, he gets more and more dangerous because he has really good cardio as a heavyweight. And Andre was kind of fading, even though Carlos was getting tired. But he, I think, he still had more and more in the tank than Arlovski, and that's what kind of made the fight closer than it seemed. Because Andre, he, I think he won the first first round pretty clearly, and then Carlos came back because Andre started slowing down, and Carlos was throwing fight enders the entire time. And he actually, what kind of surprised me, he was winging some of his punches, which was surprising to me because he usually stays like really tight and clean. But besides that, he's still a great striker. And I thought it was a really close fight. I thought it wouldn't have been too crazy. I would have thought if Carlos got the dub, but Andre, he's fantastic. And then highlight of the day of last weekend, Norma Dumont. I did not realize how good of a striker she is. Her jab is one of the, and her just overall stand up and her stance, super like athletic karate style stance and her, how she fires her jab is really impressive. Like compared to guys and girls just can like taking all that away, like high level stuff because Aspen had no answer for her. She only had a little bit of success in either the third or fourth round. But besides that, Norma was complete domination the entire fight. So I was really impressed with Norma Dumont. She's a, she's a legit player at 145 pounds. Like that's a decent contender in my opinion against Amanda. No one's going to beat Amanda Nunes, but in mm-hmm. terms of legit contenders, Norma Dumont is insane martial artist. She's really good. Even on the ground, fantastic. But that that card ended up. I don't have anything to say because performing. I didn't see this card. Yeah. But I, I'll, I will take your Donna word Baguette for it. Donna Baghetti is a stud. Mongolian. Mongolia. Mongolian. I, <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. I'm but yeah, so that was Mongolian. fantastic. Even Carnalosi, the first fight, was really good. Um, the first fight of the day. Uh, yeah, I'm just all I know is I'm super pumped for the free pay per view that's coming up. Yeah, that's really cool. Buckas. Is it this Saturday or next Saturday? It's the 30th. 
Okay, so next Saturday. We discuss this. You know what's next? You told me Saturday. You didn't say which. Yeah, you know it's which because you said you're gonna have a Halloween party, then on oh yeah on yeah, yeah you're right you're right Saturday you're right, you're right you're and right. I'm gonna be home by myself. God, it's absolutely stacked Good. to the brim with fights. Like we're gonna be getting. Um, <laughs> you looked disappointed. Right, so I was like, oh no, what the what the what the what? We're gonna be getting. <laughs> what the, what the? wait why is it doing this i pulled up Jan Blahovich with Glover Teixeira and it gave me the Volkanovski card yeah what get the hell out of here with that no it's UFC 267 yeah here we go here we go Piotr Jan's gonna be fighting Corey Sanhagen for the interim title but the, you know what this is good this is a good thing because Corey Sanhagen won his fight versus TJ Dillashaw we were discussing this in the car yeah. TJ Dillashaw lost to Corey Sanhagen so it's only right that Corey gets his mm-hmm. shot and if Corey beats Piotr Jan he's the best man away in the problem. world there's a problem there's a problem there Jan Blachowicz versus Klovacera couldn't tell he's gonna win that fight Islam Makhachev versus Dan Hooker I think Jan you think Jan's gonna beat her- Sanhagen no you think Islam's Glover. gonna beat Dan Hooker what Jan is oh, Jan Blachowicz we got a lot of Jans here we've oh, got Jan and Jan oh really there's two Jan Blachowicz and Piotr Jan oh yeah 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 yeah. dude we got some new fights coming up too you know what i'm saying new fights new fights fighting fighting. speaking let's get in uh, let's put ufc 267 away let's get into some stuff right now regarding upcoming the upcoming card between marvin vittori and and that's this saturday paulo costa this saturday yeah this saturday this saturday what do you think i go on instagram right and I see MMA, uh, um, well, I just see it's the Mac Life posted the video and it's John Morgan doing an interview with Paulo Costa. And Paulo's talking about how he's 211 pounds. And he's like, he's, talk- <laughs> he's like, <laughs> it's like we're going to have to find a catch weight, bro, because I'm not going to be able to make 185 pounds. He's saying this the Wednesday before his fight <laughs> that he's going to have to find a catch weight that like they have to he's not going to be able a... to cut down the 185. Yeah. He's basically but saying But why that. did he take that fight then or why is he in that weight class? I think he must have an injury, but it's just completely insane to me. That's so overweight. Like he Isn't that So is a catch weight where they like agree on a weight? They might agree. I'm assuming they're going to go 195. That would be that would be best. So because he's Marvin's, at two what? He's at like 211 pounds. Because Marvin, because Apollo's a big issue. guy, but Marvin, yeah, yeah, he wants his, 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 I completely understand what he's saying, but it's right here. He, you know, Apollo Costa is talking about how I am just physically not going to be able to make 185 pounds, but I'm here. So we're going to have to agree on something. And good thing his opponent is Marvin Vittori because Marvin Vittori is a gamer. He's going to fight everybody, but I do agree with him that you're going to, you have to suffer a little bit. Everybody has to go through a little bit of a weight cut. So I'm assuming that. Paulo has to. At least he have an, He has an injury. Uh, he has to have an injury. Or you, that's the only. You good should excuse. get cut from the UFC exactly. if, if you're, you're a headliner. Over Twenty pounds overweight. This is a dude that fought against. He he can. That's frustrating because we know he can make 185 pounds. It's just he doesn't want to right now. Well, unless, unless he's he has in an injury. injury, so we don't know exactly. But I, I I would be really frustrated if I was Marvin Vittori. But if it was any other Loki. I feel like some fighters would back out of this fight against a heavy Paulo but I'm Costa. Saying maybe he did that on purpose, knowing that Marvin Torrey wouldn't back out. 
<laughs> maybe dude i honestly that could be a thing if if we get a fight here if i'm marvin Vittori, i wanted to if i was at the press conference i would ask him how how far are you willing to cut or get light like because if you stay heavy or ask him how far and then lower it by another five pounds something like because you know that's not fair he can't just choose okay but you know what i'm saying like if you cut down or something you go into the fight lighter and paulo cost is heavier you know paul is going to gas out so would you risk giving up the weight in order to see if he gasses out or would you try to match him so you have strength but either way, Vittori's not much weaker than I was going to say, if anyway. I were Marvin Vittori, no matter, even if he knows that his opponent's overweight, I would stay where he's at because his stamina is probably better. And since he's already yeah. been training at that gaining weight, isn't really going to do much. But what? He's going to throw harder? Yeah. Like, it won't really make a huge difference. Paulo, he's going to have, like, it's going to be that Hadolfo Vieira versus um, Anthony Hernandez fight where Paulo might have success early, but he's going to have five five minutes of fight in exactly him. five yeah. to eight minutes of fight but after that he's gonna be gassed out and marvin even though he does tend to get tired if he utilizes his wrestling mm-hmm. he's gonna still push through it because he just has like a warrior's mindset like if marvin Vittori gets in a rock and a hard place i trust him more than um apollo costa to prevail yeah because that's gonna Paul, be a good fight though it is because both of these guys have big time personalities it's yeah. insane and then paulo talking about his wine and stuff how I, I he was saying that before the adesanya fight he couldn't go to sleep or something and so he kept drinking wine and he so he was hangover. hung over the day before the fight or something yeah. so he, that's why he's blaming his loss on that like he's like it's so <laughs> Like the people in the comment section when he was explaining that he's not gonna make um uh, 185 pounds are talking sense. about how he needs to lay off the wine <laughs> and he got like a hair transplant or something and they're like man his hair's weighing him <laughs> <laughs> people, You're in the, people, like, down. <laughs> people in the comment section are brutal dude okay so is he so obviously he's italian uh paulo's from brazil oh okay i thought it was like an italian joke because the wine you know but vittori is italian right yeah okay the italian dream italian says so let's go through this card it's a good one i i I genuinely think this is gonna perform (sighs) (laughs) i have no idea why i did that your nostrils you set the tone for this i'm so sorry you set the tone for this when you said mongolian grill (laughs) he said that's what donna baguettes his nickname should be the mongolian grill because he grills people and eats them up for dinner oh i was saying that girl should be called the mongolian grill is her nickname who the girl who was the the girl's name or the person who is mongol oh she's from mongolia he Who? <laughs> Donna Baghetti is from Mongolia. I thought that was a girl. Huh? No, Donna is a guy. Dana? D- D-A-N-N-A-A. Donna. D-A-N-A-A or something. He's a guy. I didn't know that. I didn't well, realize that. Well, I mean, he's a man. But now I don't I know. I'm not assuming anything. Well, no, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I get Hey, we got to do that in today's life. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah, so... When you laugh like that, <laughs> your nostrils went. What are you gonna make fun of me now? We're I making fun of it. I um, loved it. We need an instant replay. This replay. Zoom the nostrils. 
his like little <laughs> centimeter nostril. Uh, like when he has a cold, you can't breathe at all, huh? No, I'm a complete mouth breather. You That's get like mouth. a small cold and you can't breathe. His nose is so small. It's mouth breather time at that point. <gasps> I hate when you get a God. cold and you can't breathe out of your nose. It gives me so much anxiety. I know. I, well, I hate the feeling of um, you're just doing something and every five minutes you have to go get a tissue because you can't control this not like leaking out Dripping, of your nose. Yeah, yeah. That I've only had that happen to me like twice. And I remember keeping like a pack of tissues in my pocket with me at all times. And then now it's kind of nice because if that happens on accident and you're wearing a mask, no one ever knows. No. But, but I haven't had a cold in so long. Knock on wood. I, I, got, I get a little bit sick. Like I'll get a sore throat or something. <laughs> I'll get a sore throat or something. But besides that, no. Yeah, I'll get like a little bit of a sore throat or like a slight headache, but never really any like nasal stuff Mm -mm. do you want to get into this do i boy do i (laughs) um my favorite okay i have one fight that i'm gonna go a little bit in depth on we're gonna keep this a three four minute preview maybe even less but our boy jonathan martinez has finally got a fight i made a video excited for the nathaniel wood fight that fell through and then he had another fight versus, let me pull this up, Marcello Rojo, who's a great fighter. That fell through. Then he was scheduled to fight Aaron Phillips. That fight fell through. But you know who comes in to save the day? Who would come in to save the day? Who else? Then a then, Georgian warrior, Zviad Lazishvili. Am I saying that Georgian right? Georgian segment. Zviad. Georgian segment. Georgian segment time. It was beautiful. Starting at... 2208 when people. i got this alert on my phone couldn't have been more excited because when Zv- uh Lazishvili was supposed to fight jack shore but then that pulled out and then jack shore had to fight um our boy uh ludwig sholinian from mm-hmm. the ultimate fighter and i did a bunch of research on him because i was really interested in him because he's undefeated he's 12 and 0 right now and he is I mean, it's Marab. It's another Marab. And guess what weight class this is? Oh, yeah. You better believe. Oh, yeah. Guess what weight class it is? Oh, yeah. Guess what weight class? I'm going to go with... What's the best weight class in the UFC? 135. Oh, ring dong dinger. I got it? Yeah. <laughs> I know I mean, I did. if you didn't get it, I would have been pretty disappointed. Kay. Considering... But Jonathan Martinez... Let's get back to him. Cleanest striking in the UFC. His fight with Nathaniel Wood would, would have been probably a fight in the night contender. His front kicks, clean. His fight against David Grant, he had clean. David, he had David Grant basically out cold in the first round. Came back. He's what's up? Can you pass me the water? Oh yeah, it's a pretty much empty actually. There's a little droplet in there for you. Um, <laughs> and uh, but this is what I'm thinking in this fight. So I watched um. Lazarusvili's his fight against Huber and Steele, and there wasn't much into the there wasn't much about the Steele Ricky Steele fight because he annihilated him, took him to the ground, took his back. In the Josh Huber fight, you got to see a little bit of stand up. He's really good. He's really good. At, he has good boxing, <laughs> really? but he also his ability to change levels is fantastic. So I'm just really interested. This is guys. I'm gonna hit you with a real freaking humdinger right now. I mean, just absolute knowledge out the wazoo. If this fight stays on the outside, Jonathan Martinez wins this handily. If it gets to the ground, Jonathan's gr- good on the ground because he's so long and he can use his limbs. Um, 
like that that's really advantageous when it comes to like scrambling mm-hmm. but and even submissions but this guy has superman strength it's just a different kind of breed of human being and i'm just super pumped for this so I, I, this is gonna be for sure fight of the night just given the fact that this is gonna be this guy's this is gonna be zviad uh or however you say it this is gonna be his ufc debut so you bet and he was the lfa champ that his fight against ricky Steele, he got the lfa bantamweight championship so he's he's, he's gonna be looking to crack his way in and if you make a statement in your opening fight and you have his talent level, I wouldn't be surprised to see him fight some upper tier guys quicker than a lot of, because you'll see a guy like Jonathan Martinez is really good and he's fought and beat some good, great guys, but he has, um, he hasn't really had that opportunity to fight an upper level guy. I mean, his last loss to Davy Grant was impressive because Davy Grant just lost to Cheeto Vera and Cheeto Vera is right there in terms of really good bantamweights. But Zvia, I think he has the skill set to be like a Marab really just an absolute buzzsaw in the division. And I'm just really pumped to see it because Jonathan Martinez by far has some of the best striking in the UFC and he's a legitimate top striker in the bantamweight division, probably top 10 and largely is i was so impressed with watching his film because i there's not a lot of dudes well i'll seriously look you up like if you're in the ufc i'll watch you mm-hmm. um but i'm not going to go back and watch youtube highlights on you but i had to for him but i was genuinely excited because i wanted to compare him to what he looked like because some of the other guys because is a complete striker even though he's good on the ground and marab is a well-rounded guy and largely definitely resembles um rob so i'm super pumped and this That's is the cool. kick off the card so it's gonna set an absolute tone <laughs> and yeah if this fight stays on the outside i see jonathan having a pretty easy time but there's just zero doubt in my mind that um the georgian man will get on the inside and get this fight to the ground and potentially get a submission mm-hmm. i don't know what his nickname is he doesn't have a nickname but we'll figure that crap out real quickly <laughs> we'll personally come up with one and dm him but yeah that's ne- that's it then next fight that was a pretty good Georgian fighter segment right there. Yeah. Let's go. And then, um, are we talking about every single person? No, but there are guys that want this. This fight is this card is money. There's guys that are so beast. I just looked at my canvas really fast and realized that I forgot to turn in an assignment or okay. do an assignment. Oh, we're gonna be done here in like 50 oh minutes. no, not saying that's an issue, but I just really mad at myself right now. But I'm so lucky that something you said made me think about it. What was it? I don't know. And I just checked my canvas really fast, and I have a 60 point math assignment due, but I already have it done. Like the work of it, I just need to copy it down and take a picture of it. Okay, you're good. Yeah, I just basically have to do a couple things too, so we're fine. <laughs> oh, you need you. Yeah, we're good. Then uh, Lavinia <laughs> Souza versus Ronda Marcos. I think this is going to be a good one. I remember uh, Souza from when she fought Amanda Lemo. She was going to be fighting Nina Nunes. And one punch knockout power. On last episode, I said Amanda uh, Lemo is one of the most exciting women fighters to watch in the UFC right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, Souza is really good. She's going to be fighting Ronda Marcos. I'm going to have to go with Souza on this one. Um, Ronda is tough, but I really liked what I saw from Lavinia because she ran into an absolute She's killer. Good. So yeah. Um, now we got Jeff Molina versus uh, Daniel Lacerda, but or Lacerda, or however you say it. Uh, I'm gonna go right now with um, uh, Jeff Molina because I remember watching his Dana Contender Series fight. He's really good, like super tough. Um, 
I'm gonna go with him on this one. Who do you you? I'm gonna see. Let's hit He's not, holy shit. He's kind of good. Shoot. I'm gonna go with him. All right. All right. You're going Daniel. Okay. Then comma worthy. Comma worthy versus Jai Herbert. This is gonna be a good one. Jai Herbert's yeah. kind of had a rough few times out there, but so has comma worthy. Comma. Comma worthy. When he beat Devonte Smith, that was big time. Beat Luis Pena, that's big time. Lost to Amonai Zatar and Jamie Marlarkey. No shame in that. You want to know why? Because those guys are some of the best lightweights in the world. Jai Herbert, he lost. He got knocked out by Francisco Ronaldo, and then he also just fought Hanato Moicano. Uh, I think, yeah, Hanato hurt him on the feet. I think, and then he ended up getting a submission. So, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be an interesting. But guys, back up and get backs up against the wall for both these guys. But either way, if somebody loses, I don't think they're really in jeopardy of losing. Um, like being out of the UFC, just given the fact that they fought such tough guys. But never know. Then Jamie Pickett versus Staropoli. I'm gonna go with Jamie Pickett on this one because I think Jordan Wright um, got him in his last. Yeah, Jordan Wright like cracked him in his last time out Staropoli is good but i jamie pickett he's just so strong and good and he didn't really get to show much in his last fight because everything ended so quickly but at mm-hmm. the same time uh Staropoli has fought roman delizzi tim means and muslim salikov and muslim salikov that's a freaking death row of guys tim <laughs> dirty bird is no joke he's so his boxing is fantastic roman delizzi for he's a georgian what do you expect and then muslim salikov just beat francisco Ronaldo in a banger of a fight so um yeah look at muslim salikov's picture it looks like it's from the freaking 50s that's how long he's been fighting bro or i don't know if he's been 50s. fighting that like that's how old does that not look like he's from the 50s it's literally black and white he's 37 he does not that he's not that old not old at all that must have younger than been jim like miller a- it's crazy um yeah i'm gonna go with jamie picking on that one even though starpoli probably he could get the dub tabitha richie versus maria Oliveira. don't don't know honestly mason jones is gonna beat david onama um jun young park is gonna win ike villanueva i think he could get the dub but this nick nega moreno nigo merono you know it's all about sounding out stuff it's all about sounding <laughs> it out he's 10 and 1 sounding it out <laughs> Dang, he beat that's Alex cool. Alexi Kamer. Kamer is a good fighter. So, and I feel in a way, but he's got one punch knockout power. We saw that in the um, Venetius when he beat Venetius <laughs> Mejera. That was a good one. But he lost to Marking Pragnino, but Pragnino is actually not that bad. He beat Khalil Roundtree, even though I don't know how he got the decision on that. One. Now, getting to the main juice, Alex Caceres for Sungwoo Choi. Juice. I think that Alex Caceres is a fantastic fighter, but Sungwoo Choi. Sungwoo Choi is a great fighter. And I think that Sungwoo Choi is going to get the dub here <laughs> via KO. But Alex Caceres, he's kind because um, Sungwoo Choi, ha- he's on a three-fight win streak. Beat Julian Russell, Yusuf Salal, those are great guys. And they beat Suman Mokhtarian. Um, But Alex Caceres, everybody's thinking of him as a gatekeeper. You know what? No, he's not. Uh, he's on a, th- what is it, four-fight win streak now. He beat steven peterson chase super that was that was kind of the beginning of it people were like oh let's see what can chase super can do but alex here stopped that real quick he beat austin springer and then kevin Kroom. that was going to be a good fight because kevin Kroom was coming off that crazy like win over and then that note ended up being a no decision over roosevelt roberts which was a big um upset and then he got the dub there and then uh now they sign him up with Sung Woo Choi. So it's going to be crazy. I mean, if uh, Alex is here, she'd, if Bruce Leroy can make it a five-fight win streak at 33 years old, I mean, anything's possible. Yeah. But 
I just think Sung Woo Choi is a force to be reckoned with, and I would not want to mess with him at all. Um, yeah, and that's that, my guys. <laughs> that's that. Then moving on to um, J- Jessica Rose Clark versus Jocelyn Edwards. You better believe my eyes are going to be on this fight. Jessica Rose Clark, great fighter, tatted up. J- Jocelyn Edwards is... I forgot. I actually left Jocelyn Edwards off of my list of t- best fighters to watch. She's so long. Loki reminds me of Leon Edwards a little bit. I mean, it's probably the last name, but <laughs> she's so long. She lost to Carol Rosen her last time out. She's good on the ground and she's good on the feet. What more can you want? What more um, do you want? But I, re- I really like watching her fight. She's only 26. La Pantera. Jocelyn Edwards is a woman fighter to definitely be looking out for. Um, super long, super good. And at Bantamweight, we need more contenders. Grant Dawson versus Ricky Glenn. Don't know much about Ricky Glenn, but I have seen Grant Dawson fight. He's an absolute stud. Don't be looking for him to get a dub here. He's beat Leonardo Santos. And Leonardo Santos had a fight. And he's also beat Derek Manor, who's really good, and Juliana Rosa. Um, but Leonardo Santos, he's trying to get that fight with Alexander Hernandez. And he, Rick, um, Grant Dawson also had a fight fallout with Diego Fijera, who's was in the top five, top 10 of the UFC lightweight division for a long time. So Grant Dawson, this is big time. This is a big step up for him. And then getting to the main event, wine boy versus wine boy. I mean, we've got two, we got a wine boy versus an Italian and I'm looking for Marvin Vittori. I think he's more focused. He's more disciplined. He has like, he's been talking about, (laughs) yeah, he doesn't come in. 200 like like how many how six, technically how many is that overweight if they're 185 huh they're fighting at 185 yeah you can how, you can weigh in at 186 and how much did he say he weighed currently 211 211 so that's lots of pounds overweight that's like 15 20 25 it's like 30 ish pounds overweight yeah, because it's 15. No, yeah, 80. that's it's way more than 15. 211 minus 185. He's 26 pounds overweight. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's insane. Guys have made worse cuts, though. That's what I'm saying. Dang. Guys should, have made worse so cuts. So he's just not going to... Is he still going to have like a penalty like charge? You know how they get a certain percentage? I don't know. It all depends on if they settle on a uh catch weight catch weight and he makes that catch weight though because oh dude if you don't make the catch weight i'm cutting your ass and you need a bellator big time that okay also (laughs) have you guys seen the interview with dylan danis and ariel hawani i don't know what it is but he's kind of right dylan is kind of right when he says what's more exciting in the ufc than him and ariel laughs at it but I've never whenever there's Dylan a Dylan Danis interview, I'm watching it every single time. There's few guys. And also that Bre- Brett Okamoto one with Colby Covington, you got to watch that. I just, there's some guys that you just like, they're so interesting to watch and hear them talk and how they just they make think. sense of stuff in their brain. Because yeah. <laughs> there was one point when Ariel was talking to Dylan about, he says, if you, it, like you've, some of you have probably seen it, but he was saying, uh, he's talking about Francis Zigano and said, I would still do it. I would still fight him. And <laughs> Ariel laughed so hard when he said that. 
Dylan Davis would get killed by Vince Connor, obviously. The fact that you have that much of a screw loose to say I would do it, he's capping low-key, but at the same time, I don't know if he is. He's crazy. Yeah. He's a crazy man. But, like... I don't feel like he fights very often for as many people as he call he, out. He, he yeah. just had two knee surgeries, though. His first knee surgery That's failed. why he's sitting on his ass calling people out, though. Because he funny. knows he can't fight yet. Mm-hmm. But, when, I mean, he's Once big he money. Can, he's hilarious. I, I like, I like Dylan Dennis. Apparently, there, he, was, he told the whole story of how he got arrested and stuff. Did you see how he got arrested? No. He got arrested, and people were making fun of him that, like, a random cop or not a cop uh security guard or something out grapple just pinned him on the ground but he was in he ha- didn't have his crutches on him and he was in um a brace like a boot i feel like, like i'm saying like also, a lot sorry why would he also be so, trying to fight a security guard like he wasn't exactly the, the, like you the, should the, just the be people at this uh, sketchy club were Oh, it was like messing with him oh and they get he, he apparently they were poking on his forehead and like trying to get him to fight so he eventually he was his friend's wedding it was a yeah they wanted to go meet some family members that were near them so they went to this bar and he told the whole story i can show you but that's it was, so interesting these guys seemed like total scumbags were just trying to get him to fight and this guy if you tried to mess with dylan danis healthy he would have killed all five of you whoever who you were with it doesn't matter but yeah those guys just go to show how stupid they are for trying to fight a dude that's okay you know what you know what i mean like there are so many people that dm ufc fighters and guys that make them mad like colby covington or it's it's insane to me how many people will dm you saying that it was just so many expletives wishing so much ill will on somebody just because they talk crap on social media they're professional athletes and they have an insane platform you in in order for them to make a bunch of money they have to get interest from the fans so they're doing what they have to do but some of these people take it so personally and it's insane to me that you would actually take that um well the yeah the fact that you would even take that to heart but also put that into this if you see him and you try to get in his face and stuff that's insane to me yeah because it's just he's just a normal dude like i wouldn't understand if it was somebody that's a genuinely bad person that's kind of also what comes though when you talk mad shit but why does that make people so mad but like if you saw him in the street he would kill you so what are you going to do about it but the fact that so many people think they're so tough and want to test themselves against it's just it's just some of the DMs that he puts on his Instagram story are so stupid. Some of these people are just so salty and they say these awful things and it's just, why would you do that? Like, you that's such a, I don't know, people are so interesting. Yeah. Social media is crazy. Absolute freak fest. Um, but now, guys, we'll close it out. Yeah, we'll close it out really quickly with some um fights that just got announced so we got walking buckley versus abdul razak al and that's gonna be a banger we'll talk about that one a little bit more in depth later and alexi grosso got a fight that's crazy i've been looking forward to her fight i want her she's got the some of the best boxing in the ufc it's crazy that we just kind of manifested some of these people into getting fights because we just talked about alexi grosso and how she's so exciting but we're gonna cut it off for you guys we're at 40 minutes fantastic episode Thank you so much for listening, and um, this ep- this upcoming listening. week is going to be crazy, and th- we're approaching the, approaching the end of the year, so I want to do rankings on some of the yeah. best fights we've seen. We have to do like the overall, like we did last year with like favorite fight of the year. Yes, give sure. the awards out. 
yeah it's the award ceremony yes sir okay thank you guys thank um, you for listening yes later <laughs>